Hey, everybody. You're listening to Nothing But Everything, the podcast where we talk about nothing, everything, and anything in between in hopes that you leave here feeling a little bit better about yourself. I'm your host and resident 20-something, Taylor Ann Carpenter. There is so much to be celebrated during this time of year. So today's episode has nothing to do with normalcy, but everything to do with routine. We're talking about the evolution of the holiday traditions. The air is crisp, the leaves have fallen, excitement seems to fill almost everyone. And that's because it's the holiday season. You used to love this time of year. Lights and decorations, houses both indoors and outdoors. The scent of cinnamon and cedar covered just about every store you entered. You get an extended time off of school, you see your family, you celebrate, and have fun. This time of year gave you some type of spark as a kid, but now? Now the holidays just don't feel the same. The 20-somethings is a time of so much change, especially at the holiday season. We're at a crossroads. We're too old to enjoy the traditions we participated in as a child, but we're too young to start our own traditions with our own family. It causes some to feel stuck. And as I entered my young adult years, I was curious to see how my traditions would evolve while I'm away from home. How would this crossroads affect me? Would tradition be lost on me? Is it already lost? Can I make the holidays fun? Or is Christmas just for kids? But I can confidently say this crossroads is not to be feared. There is a happy medium for us 20-somethings. And that's what we'll be discussing today on Nothing But Everything. Whether you celebrate Christmas or not, I'm sure you have some sort of tradition in some aspect of your life. For me, a large chunk of my family's traditions surround Christmas. As a kid, our celebrations began with putting up the Christmas tree on Black Friday. Next, my siblings and I would go see Santa. During this time, we would dress in coordinating or matching outfits and take pictures to send to our extended family members. We would each spout off a long list of toys and unnecessary items we wanted for Christmas. Santa would say back to us, Are you going to be on my nice list this year? And me being me would say yes, but fear I had been too mean to my siblings or disobeyed my parents one too many times. For a while there, my older cousins would join us. They were a good bit older than us, but still tried to make visiting Santa just as magical as it could be to a seven-year-old. The worst part of the ordeal was waiting in line to see Santa or having a sibling scream and cry when handed over for the picture. But still, this was a tradition and a highlight of my Christmas. While I was in elementary school, every year my school would host a week where students could come and shop for their loved ones without having to leave the school. We called it the Christmas shop. Toys, skincare, gadgets, and clothing lined the walls. It was just like Target. This day was thrilling for me. I had the opportunity to show how much I loved my family by meticulously picking out a gift for each person in my family. PTA moms were there to help me shop and even wrap the gifts so that no one would know what they got until Christmas. I learned how to budget and spend money as well as the art of gift giving. Looking back, some of the gifts that I gave were a complete miss. But it's the thought that counts, which the Christmas shop helped me learn. I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and I saw a post showing current elementary students still participating in the Christmas shop, and it made me smile and brought back several fond memories. Another tradition that took place closer to Christmas Day was that of Christmas Eve. Now this is not just one thing, it is a whole day full of traditions. This day was long awaited in my childhood holiday seasons. 
Most of the day was spent in the living room, by the tree, counting presents and marathoning half a dozen Christmas movies. While my mom was in her room, with the door locked, wrapping presents, and my dad was in the kitchen, baking pies, cookies, and all sorts of food for the next day. As evening approached, we would often go to the Christmas Eve service at my church, but upon arriving home was when the best part began. Mom and Dad always allowed us to open one present the night before. It was always Christmas pajamas, but nevertheless, we were still ecstatic just to rip away that carefully crafted wrapping paper. After we got our PJs on, we would step outside to sprinkle reindeer food because in our minds, if Santa got a snack break, so should Rudolph. Sometimes we would throw carrots and apples, but often it was some sort of nut or seed that we got from a holiday parade or event. And finally, once all of that was said and done, we would each pick out a cookie for Santa to eat, place it on the special plate, fix him a nice tall glass of milk, set it on the table beside the couch, and then crawl into our beds as we long awaited Santa Claus. While these traditions were fun for a time, as I entered my preteen and teenage years, they became less enjoyable. But letting go of traditions you once loved can be a little difficult. Now as a young adult, I'm faced with the challenge of making Christmas traditions that fit my life while maintaining some of the original ones I cherished as a kid. Some of the traditions I'm about to mention we did as a kid, but now they've changed. They've evolved, like our cookie decorating day. As a kid, we would make and cut sugar cookies into a variety of Christmas shapes and sometimes add a few Christmas sprinkles. But as my siblings and I grew up, our creativity began to blossom. So we added icing, more complex designs, and even branched out into different cookie types, adding gingerbread cookies into our arsenal. And about three years ago, one of my sisters took it as far as to create what I like to call a cookie masterpiece. Since 2019, she designed an iced cookies centered around pop culture. Sometimes it was an album cover, other times it was a TikTok trend, but whatever it is, it's become one of my favorite traditions with my family. One thing that I love about this stage of life is that traditions are no longer just for families. Traditions can spread to friends, significant others, and whatever group of loved ones you have. I mean, I guess they've always been like that, but now as I'm more independent and I'm living apart from my family, traditions with people outside have become more prominent. One of those traditions I'm always excited for is my church's annual Christmas concert. For the past couple of years, my church group all gathers for the concert. We sit together and enjoy listening and singing along to Christmas classics. Afterwards, we all gather and chat. It's especially fun to see friends for the first time since they've left for the semester back in August. It's a simple tradition, but one I cherish. It even nods back to a tradition my family and I had growing up. Traditions don't have to be all that. The purpose of a tradition is to remember and reflect on good times in your life. It is to create a sense of belonging. In the context of holidays, traditions are to help remind us that there is more to Christmas than gifts. Lisa Riggin works for a company that I deem the pinnacle of Christmas. That company? Hallmark, of course. She wrote a blog for the business saying, quote, taking part in holiday traditions and rituals helps us feel like we are a part of something bigger. They give us a sense of where we came from and why we're here. Sharing experiences like food, sights, smells, and activities link us to our past and to each other. Lisa's right. It's less about the what and more about the why, which is why holidays are not just for kids. They are for people of all ages. You just have to figure out what traditions fit your life and your loved ones. 
Remember the Christmas concert I talked about? That was one of those traditions that takes place with my friends. A newfound tradition I have with one of my best friends is that she bakes dozens of cookies to gift to her friends and family while I curate the perfect Christmas playlist. This tradition started about a year ago and is so ordinary that most wouldn't consider it a tradition at all. I literally sit around watching her while she works hard making cookie dough and icing, but she always leaves me out a couple of gingerbread men for me to sloppily ice and eat. This is a time for us to chat about our Christmas plans, catch up on life, and reflect on the past semester. There's lots of laughter and smiles that come from this moment. Another event that I hope becomes a tradition is Roommate Secret Santa. I've got four awesome roommates. We all drew names this year and bought a gift for the person we have. We have yet to all exchange gifts, but it's been fun making guesses about who everyone has. Rumor has it, one of my roommates has tricked the other into thinking I'm her secret Santa. But whether we decide to do secret Santa next year or not is to be determined. What matters is that we all decided to take the time to do something for one another to show that we loved and cared for each other. While all of this is true and I love traditions, I find myself getting a little too attached to the tradition itself rather than the meaning behind it. This becomes a problem because when someone gets sick or can't make it to the activity, I get really bummed and say something like, Christmas just doesn't feel the same. And while it's fine to miss someone's presence, that's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, presence, it's not okay to neglect the rest of the good that comes from traditions. Maybe it's just me in this situation, but I need to adapt and take a step back. I need to remind myself of why I do these traditions and why I enjoy them. And I encourage you to take a look at your own traditions and evaluate the why. I promise it'll make you cherish those moments even more. So as we head into the holiday weekend, I want to remind you of a few things for this season. First, no matter the tradition or season, be sure to prioritize that time to spend with loved ones. The whole reason we have traditions is to link us to our past and to each other. They aren't just something we do. So when you participate in a tradition, be present with the people you are around. Second, traditions aren't just for kids. It may require a little creativity to modify or create a new tradition, but it's totally worth it. While the whole premise of a tradition is repetition, it is okay to leave behind the childhood traditions to create new ones or even modify those old ones. A lot of times traditions just happen. Most people don't say, this is now a tradition. It just is, it just happens. But the tradition has to come from somewhere. So think of something fun to do, eat, see, or whatever, and ask some loved ones to join you as you set out to make the holiday season fun again. Next, traditions don't have to be some elaborate scheme. It is as simple as that. You can literally drive around your neighborhood with your roommates every year to look at Christmas lights and call that a tradition. It doesn't have to be an ordeal. Finally, traditions aren't meant for sheer repetition. They are meant to be a time for joy, laughter, togetherness, and reflection. They have meaning behind them. So find that meaning, whatever it is for you, and center your traditions and your mind around that. If you aren't sure what your traditions mean to you, here's a short list of things they might mean. As mentioned, joy, laughter, and togetherness but also happiness, warmth, peace, thankfulness, giving, and celebration. 
Or if you're like me and view Christmas as more of a religious holiday or observance, the meaning behind the whole season is the birth of the Savior, Jesus Christ, which can be shown through traditions like reading the story of his birth in the Bible, or attending church services, or even Advent calendars. Whatever it may be to you, just have a meaning or motivation behind your traditions. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening to Nothing But Everything. I hope you enjoyed our time together and are feeling a little bit more seen. If you like this podcast, feel free to subscribe to stay up to date on our episode. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at TatGirl or on Twitter at Taylor Ann Carpe. That's all for now, y'all.